again, I want to make this clear from the start. It can be as easy and as cheap, and in this case, free as you want it to be. Hey folks, welcome to Stephen Runs Vegan. I literally just got in the door and I knew I had to get a podcast out today. It's Thursday and a little peek behind the curtain. I have nothing in reserve. I have no plans. It's almost Thursday evening and I'm just starting to record it, which means I'm going to edit it directly afterwards and it's going to hit, I'm going to hit publish directly after that. So this is all about a glimpse behind the curtain and how podcasts are made. As I said, I just got in the door. And I have a plan to meet a friend later, so I thought I'd better get cracking on a podcast. So now, I didn't have an idea in mind. I've got, or should I say, I have a long list of ideas on Google Docs. I have a Google Doc full of podcast ideas, but they require either certain people I want to interview or just a bit of research and a bit of planning, a bit of script writing, maybe. I could waste one of those ideas now, and I'm not prepared for it, and just make a podcast on a topic that I care a lot about and I didn't do a very good job of. So chances are when you get a rambling episode like this one, which, which is a bit more freeform, that's why. It's because I, I I wanted to give the topics that I care about really what they deserve and in some cases expertise that I don't have that I want to get from other people. So plenty of cool stuff coming on the horizon, as you can tell, but right here, right now, I had nothing. Hope you're doing well, by the way. I should say it straight up. Thanks for tuning in. Do appreciate that. And as you've seen by the title, I'm going to be talking about podcasting today. Long story short, Johnny, this one's for you. So I had a friend of mine, or an old friend of my brother's, technically from Ireland, get in touch with me. He was asking he wanted to start his own podcast. And he was asking me a few basic questions, and I was giving him some advice, and I just said, hey, listen, I'll give you a call we can do a podcast and we I told him I'm not going to put it out on my channel but I will interview you as if this was a podcast the way I have interviewed my guests and I'm going to send you the sound file I'm going to edit it down and just give you the feeling of how to do a podcast literally what it's like on the zoom call and before and after and I've also been helping him with all the information but he he's been asking a ton of questions and this is why I say Johnny this one's for you because you can know all the information or you can want all the information and wait for all the perfect equipment but it's not about that and that's what I'd like to talk about today. Long story short with anything really not just podcasting but any hobby you have if you really wanted to start something start it then you'll find out what you need but I'm getting ahead of myself. So I fell in love with podcasts years ago I told the story on I believe episode one of my podcast but I, I, I knew what they were for years before I ever listened to one myself, a bit like audiobooks. It just became one of those names I knew. It was some kind of downloadable radio show you could listen to online. And there sounded like there were some cool ones, but I never got into it until my favorite Irish radio program uh, was called Off the Ball. And the guys who hosted that suddenly had uh, some disagreement with their radio station with management and left the company quite suddenly. So all of a sudden, my favorite Irish radio show was off the air. But they came back about a year later in podcast form. And I really liked these guys, and I wanted to hear their stuff again. I was delighted they were back. But then I thought, damn it, now i got to figure out what podcasts are. So I googled how to listen to them and discovered there are podcatchers, podcast apps, where you can just search for the name of anything, and it will recommend them. And yeah, there's now with Spotify and Apple and everything, there's a hundred way, easy ways to listen to a podcast. But that was how I got into it. And yeah, boy, did I get into it. I couldn't believe this was mostly about football and sports. And already I couldn't believe that there were people who knew more than me 
and who I could learn from because I followed football massively and I thought I knew a lot. And then you'd listen to these guys talking about concepts and interviews and all the like that you just don't hear on the radio because they have commercial obligations and there's not enough time to go in depth. That's one of the things I did fall in love with about podcasts is they're slow. They can be quick. You can have, there is one I'm subscribed to called like Coffee Break Spanish, I think, where it's only 10 or 15 minutes. Quick topic you can listen to and gone. But most of the ones I listen to are an hour long or more. When you The likes of Rich Roll or Joe Rogan, they can go on for three or four hours with a guest. And I love that because, like I said, you can't have that on TV or radio because of commercial obligations. It's broken up every five, ten minutes. Or they just, media, a lot of mainstream media don't believe in the attention span of people, especially young people these days. And the likes of Twitch streams and YouTube series and podcasts where things go on for hours, I think that's really flying in the face of what people think young people are capable of absorbing in terms of content. I love slow TV. That's a really new thing I'm getting into as well, watching an hour-long series about something seemingly unimportant or at least uneventful in the story narrative kind of way. So that's why I love podcasts too, because they can really dive into a deep topic. Sometimes there are, I listen to some that are just funny and silly and a bit of a chat, like 10 Junk Miles that comes to mind. So there are funny podcasts, there are some that are super well scripted and well manicured and you can tell they put a lot of time and effort into it and some just run on because it's a natural flowing conversation and you know you can meet someone in your life and suddenly you find yourself having easy conversation with them and you don't notice the time go and when I'm sitting on the the bus going to work for example and I can listen over here this really interesting conversation about running veganism football whatever you're into it's yeah the podcasts are great they're in your own time I can feel sometimes deeply connected and involved and really be listening to every word of a story or if I'm busy around the house I might just have a podcast on in the background and I tune in and out when I need to and when I when I need to focus on something else I focus on something else I even have a few podcasts that I fall asleep to not specifically sleep aids though there are podcasts with relaxing music and story time and bed bedtime stories all that kind of stuff which is kind of cool so the other thing I love about podcasts is that there's no gatekeeper. Like, I have mine. I'm talking to you now through my podcast. I didn't get signed by uh, BBC or uh, Spotify, or I, I don't have uh, a company paying me to do this or anyone influencing me doing this. This was my decision for me, and because I wanted to do it, the beauty of the internet, at least while it's still f relatively free and democratic, I can just put my stuff out there immediately. Another thing, uh, my friend Johnny, that I who I mentioned earlier, he asked me uh, something about not knowing what to do or wanting to wait until he figured out how, how to do a podcast properly. And I was saying, like, there is no way. It's your way. You do the podcast that you want to do or the one that you think people want to hear. Like, I, I sat down today and just pressed record, and here I am talking to you. You can have the most scripted, most detailed, most planned out, produced podcast in the world. Great, if that's what you want and if that's where your abilities lie. And if honestly, if you just have the um, desire to do all the work that goes into it, well done. You're better than me. But I like to listen to relatable content. I like to see behind the scenes. I like when it's in slightly imperfect. It's more relatable that way. And that's what I like about a podcast. It's what I love about podcasts. There's no gatekeeper. A phrase I know through Matt Fraser of No Meat Athlete. It's originally a Seth Godin book, I believe. It's certainly a Seth Godin mentality. Pick yourself. 
So you don't have to wait for it to be picked anymore in the 80s and the 70s. If you wanted to be a writer, if you wanted to be a musician, an actor, or any anything of note, you had to be picked by the big boys. You had to be in the right company. You had to know the right people. Now, you, you've got a, a microphone in your laptop. You've got a phone in your hand. You, you have a laptop as well, presumably with an internet connection if you're listening to this. That's all you need. If you have the right idea and... More importantly than that, the work effort and the willingness to just get stuck in and do it. That's it. You don't need anybody to pick you. You can find your audience. You can find your niche. Find your your community online. And you send out the vibes that you want to send out. And then eventually, slowly over time, you're going to attract it as well. You're going to get people coming to you. You don't need to wait. You don't need editors. You don't need any of that stuff. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm talking about the joy of the concept of podcasting. This is actually how I want to explain how I did set up my podcast. Because really, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm no expert. I'm not a smart guy when it comes to tech. I have a very simple, small um, laptop that it's great for everyday use, but it's certainly not a powerful device. So I'm basically saying if I can have a podcast, then anybody can. And I'm about to tell you how I did it. There, Google, go on YouTube. There's hundreds of results out there which are far more in-depth, experienced, and worthy of telling you how to set up a podcast. But for those of you who listen to me, you're going to hear my take on it, which is, as is typical for my take on most things in life, as straightforward as can be, as uncomplicated as can be, maybe not as planned as can be. It's not all good. But I prefer it simple, I prefer it casual, I prefer it real, and this is what you're getting from me. So as I said, I loved podcasts for years, and I really thought about doing my own one, literally for years as well. I figured I have stuff to say, I have things that I'm passionate about, and maybe there's an audience out there for it. But I, I never even wanted it for numbers, I wanted to say I had my own podcast. If it had 10 listeners or a million listeners, I didn't care either way, and I still really don't. But my thing with a podcast was... I, di- I didn't have a clue, I didn't have an idea, I didn't have a a clear image in my mind, this is the name, this is the logo, this is the design, this is how it's going to sound, this is what I want to get across. I didn't have a format in mind or some eureka moment where I thought, haha, now I've got it, now I can start my podcast. And after years, literally years of thinking, oh, I'd love to get around to this one day, I realized... No, you never will. It's not coming. That golden moment where everything clicks and you find the perfect podcast name or the, the, the best idea that's just missing from the market at the moment, that never arrived and I didn't let it stop me. A couple of years ago, some friends of mine from November Project, from the running community, I mean, were going to start their own podcast. I remember her mentioning that they'd bought uh, sound equipment and microphones and stuff, and I got really excited because she told me maybe I'll be, I'd be allowed on one day to talk about my experiences. And that made me really excited. Wow, I can be on a podcast. This was 2017 or 2018, maybe. Little did I realize at the time, I can always be on a podcast. I can be on my own podcast, but this is what I'm trying to break down now. But back then, I thought, wow, this person who's just bought microphones and equipment could potentially have me on her podcast. And it never happened in the end. I, their their um, project didn't get, get off the ground at all. But I remember around that time I was running, it was 2018 now I remember, because I was running the 2018 Dublin Marathon. And I decided, hey, I'm going to download a, um, a recorder thing for my phone. I'm going to record the sounds of the marathon, the expo, the, the morning of, some my thoughts, some sounds from the race itself, all of that stuff. I'll just have the sound files. And maybe this, these friends of mine, their podcast is going to get started that never did. Maybe they can use it. And 
real fans of my podcast will know that that became the sounds of a marathon. That became one of the episodes of my podcast. I really can't remember. But the joys of live podcasting, I'm literally opening my phone, going to the podcast catcher I use, Podcast Republic, and I'm going to scroll through my own timeline of podcasts and see which one is the sounds of a marathon. It was certainly early in the day. One of the earlier ones. Season 1, Episode 6. So I don't have seasons. This is Episode 6 of my podcast. I was curious about a lot of things. <laughs> how I should train, what to eat, how to recover after workouts, lots of things. There you go. That's podcastception. I'm listening to my own podcast on my own podcast. That's very strange. So I had all those sound files just sitting on my computer for about two or three years, unused and unloved. Then the moment, the time I finally started, I got around to doing it, was lockdown. Unfortunately, it took a global pandemic. It took this horrible tragedy of a year or two we've had to finally get me going. I remember I about a year before the pandemic even. Let me go back a bit further. About a year before the pandemic, I found a half-price microphone in my local supermarket. Albert Hein, for the Dutchies who know it. Just a normal supermarket down the road from me. A big one, but no, you know, it's, it sells food and drinks and all the usual stuff. But for some reason, they had this, like, box of discount stuff i looked inside and one of the things was a microphone for like a usb microphone for a laptop and it didn't look very high quality or techy or anything it was just pretty standard but it looked good enough and i thought all right i do want to start a podcast and now that i have a i can buy a microphone it was half price like 25 euro down to 1250 i think even the even at full price it wasn't a good microphone you can spend hundreds on these things probably more but I thought, all right, I, I keep telling myself I want to start a podcast. I'm going to need a microphone. So I bought it. Why It was there. It was half price. Why not? But it was sitting in my cupboard for about a year or two. And then lockdown eventually happened. And I thought, okay, this is it. I, I realized other people were starting to do their own creative projects. This was the beginning in certainly in the Netherlands. It was late April, early May. And you just couldn't do anything. It was a hard lockdown at the beginning. And everyone was a bit scared and a bit uncertain. So I, certainly me, I didn't even leave the house that much in the beginning. I had a lot of time on my hands. I suddenly had no work anymore because the flights had grounded to a halt. Everything had been grounded. I thought, okay, perfect. You've been meaning to do this thing. You don't still have a good idea for a podcast. You don't have the perfect name in mind. You don't have logos. You don't have any clue about how to do this. But that's where Google came in. So I decided I'm going to do a podcast and I started to Google it. Okay, what do I need? Obviously, I needed a microphone and a laptop. I figured that much. But how does it go from there? Like, how does my voice talking into a microphone now end up on your phone or on your computer or on Spotify or any of that? I didn't know a thing. God bless podcatchers is all I'll say. Podcatchers are your next best friend. They're the name for hosting websites where they do all the work, essentially. So you can sign up to Buzzsprout, I think is one, Podbean. There's loads of them. I use Podbean. They have a free service to start out with if you just want to upload a few. I think you can do up to five free uploads on with your account before you have to upgrade. But I do pay uh, the, for the premium service, so unlimited hosting, and I get my own name and my own site and all that. Again, I want to make this clear from the start. It can be as easy and as cheap, and in this case, free as you want it to be. You don't even have to get a good microphone. I got a half-price one in the supermarket by chance. But the funny thing was, I was so new to it all, I recorded my first two podcasts with the microphone plugged in, but not 
on, like not uh, connected to the sound recorder. So the first two podcasts of mine are me literally talking into a microphone, but the sound you hear is what the microphone built into my old laptop picked up. So I got a new one for my birthday last year, which is kind of better, but my old laptop was really old. Like One podcast cut short because it was a two or two and a half hour chat and my my laptop just couldn't support that much memory, that much storage space anymore. That's how bad it was. So you need a laptop, a microphone, if you can get one. Again, it doesn't have to be good. You don't even have to have one. You can talk into your phone. You can talk into your laptop. If what you're saying is good enough or entertaining enough or just genuine enough, then it doesn't matter how it sounds. Later, you can worry about that. This is the thing. With starting with any hobby, running, I have the same questions from some people. What shoes do I need? Do I need a watch? How do I get started? Am I wearing the right gear? You know the best way to find out is to do it. If you start making a podcast and you realize, oh, the, the sound quality is not nearly good enough for me and I've tried all the editing I can do to clean it up a bit, but it's just not not up to the standards I expect. Okay, great. And you can go and buy a microphone and you can make it sound as sweet and clean as you like. But figure it out first. Start. You can release a podcast and then hear it from there. As with every hobby, there's loads of things you think you need or that people will tell you you need if you go on to the hypothetical website podcastshop.com and want to buy all the necessary equipment, they're going to give you like 12 different things just for the starter kit. So I'm telling you, laptop, optional microphone, decent internet connection, and I don't even mean good because I don't have a good one, just solid internet connection. Now we get to the, the, the more intricate details. So you have your laptop, you have an idea for a podcast of any kind, or even if you don't, do what I did and just make it up on the spot, talk into a, a microphone and see what comes out. The name of my podcast, Stephen Runs Vegan, it seems pretty self-explanatory. It didn't. It wasn't some eureka light bulb moment. I thought this is the perfect name. No, I'm. It's my name. It kind of rhymes with vegan. Stephen, a vegan rhyme a little bit, and I run and I run vegan. Like I'm operating on a vegan data system. That that kind of thing. I thought that was pretty snappy, and I thought perfect. That'll do. The podcast background. I mentioned I use the Podcatcher Podbean to help get my stuff online. I'll go into the details of that in a second. The podcatcher I use had uh, 12 options for default logo backgrounds and I picked one of them and then I just went onto Microsoft Word and typed Stephen Runs Vegan over it. I've been tempted to go and pay for a proper podcast logo and get some designer to do it, but again, I don't. I, I might not because I don't want to pay. I'm, I, this is not a company or a business or I'm not employing people. I'm not expecting to make this a profitable thing. It's just a hobby of mine and I don't want to pay too much, so I might not. But for now, that's... The podcast logo, it just it was a default free background, that kind of red, green, yellow, swirly thing. And then I just typed Stephen Runs Vegan over the top of it. Podbean will do all of these things for you in getting your podcast up to where it needs to be. So all you have to do is decide your image, just pick a, pick a name for your podcast, decide your podcast logo. And I'm not a design guy, so I'm not going to go into how to make it perfect and sleek and everything. I don't even know. Look at my logo. It's not that perfect. It's hard to read from a distance. But you, you'll know what, what look you want to go for anyway. And you can change it. The beauty of all of this in the beginning, I'll say it now related to picking your podcast name and logo, but it applies for all the information. In the beginning, no one's going to be listening anyway. This is the golden ticket almost. The thing that helps me say, okay, I'm just going to get started and learn as I go. It might sound harsh, but no one is listening in the beginning. Your friends and family will. Your 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 parents will. I know my parents listen. Are still two of my biggest fans. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. 
And from episode 1 to 10, I think they were the only ones, short of a few people who clicked on the Facebook link that I shared on my own personal profile. You don't have an audience yet. You'll find the audience based on what you put out over time. So make the mistakes as you go. Learn in the beginning. If you try to make it perfect from day one, it's not going to be and you won't make it sustainable. You won't get the habit then because you'll think of it as this big chore, this big effort, the huge workload I have to get to just make it right. No, you, you, you can. Again, if that's what motivates you, great. But it's not what motivates me and it's not what's necessary. I'm a very casual, not much of a forward planner kind of guy and I have a podcast and I get one out every week. So if I can do it, again, you can do it. So don't fret about sound quality and audio engineering or all of that just yet. I was talking about Podbean, the podcatcher that I use. So you give them a name and a logo and create an account. I, I believe that's it. Like the logo has to be certain parameters like a certain file size so it's shareable and all that and then they will put you on all the different websites it's there's a bit more work involved but it's really not complicated it'll follow they'll talk you through it step by step on the website and they'll tell you how to get your podcast up on spotify up on apple podcasts on all the apps youtube even an option twitch all these different things and essentially they'll take care of it so from there you keep your podbean account or whichever catcher you'd like to go for And you give them your podcast every week, click publish, and they will automatically put it out into the world, as I'm about to do when I finish recording this. Obviously, I'm publishing my podcast. That's how it works. It's a bit of a waste of time otherwise. Though I do enjoy just rambling anyway. So you need a podcatcher. All of them are free to begin with. I'm sure there are specific ones with special traits and for different types of podcasts. You can go into all of that. Google podcatchers and pick your favorite one. Pick the one that looks the best. I started with mine, I had my my free trial, my free period, which if you're just curious about getting one off the ground, that's all you need. Do three, four, five episodes and see how you feel. From there, if you're willing to invest, great. It's not that expensive. I think I pay about 10 euro a month. And that gives me the all the, the benefits of, you know, them putting it, putting my podcast out into the world on all the major apps. Gave me a website to host my podcast to, all that kind of stuff. It's well worth it. I'm I'm glad to pay it because I would not have the time or energy or know-how to do it all myself otherwise. Aside from a podcatcher, you're going to need some sort of sound editing software. So the common one that I have heard if you're an Apple user is GarageBand, GarageBand if you're American. GarageBand seems to be just a, your, your standard go-to music and audio editing software. The one I use is another basic one. It's called Audacity. Any kind of creative editors, sound video editing people out there will know Audacity. And if you're really properly interested in in audio engineering and the like, you probably use a, a different software program that is much more complicated and professional and easier to use than Audacity. It's fine for me. It's free to download. It's basic software, not software. See, I don't even know all of these words. It's basic sound engineering, sound editing software. That's the one. Sound editing software. So it looks a bit tricky in the beginning. It's got that uh, bar with all the audio waves. When I talk, the, the, the shapes come up in audio waves. The timer's ticking by. There's a little volume knob, but there's all these other bits about cropping and Zooming and editing and generating effects, analyze tools, transport tracks. It, it can seem overwhelming. Trust me, I probably don't know what half of these things do, and I don't need to know because, yeah, clearly, I've been. This is episode 40 something. 
it, it can look confusing in the beginning, but right in the top left, there's a play, pause, stop, and record button the way you'd have on any old cassette player. Hit record. You're prob- it'll probably automatically connect to your laptop microphone. If you do have a real microphone, make sure you, you are recording through that, which is a mistake I only rectified in episode three. So again, I'll say it, I'll re-emphasize this point. None of this is necessary. You, you need the very basic. And from there, if you once you've mastered the basics, if you're really careful and you're really interested in putting out premium content, really quality, then you can worry and go into all the details. I'm not really interested in that. I want to put out consistent, believable, honest content that's hopefully enjoyable or educational in some way, but it's me, it's authentic, it's not too overproduced. So, bit of a summary here. How to start a podcast. You need a laptop. Microphone, semi-necessary, you can judge yourself on that one. Your laptop or your phone mic will do fine, but if you want to sound good, you can buy a better one. You need a podcatcher account. Google a podcatcher, pick your favorite one. Most of them are free at least to begin with, and you need audio editing software. Audacity, GarageBand, both free. Again, there are better quality ones if you really care about the finer details. Pay for them. They're not necessary. Audacity even ran on my old laptop, the one I mentioned before, which was really on life support. That shouldn't have been working anymore, and I could still put out podcasts on that one, so you don't even need a good laptop. Otherwise, what other online stuff? That's it. You need a podcast catcher. I'm I'm just I know I'm repeating myself now but I'm trying to go through this is what happens when you don't have a script I'm going through the list in my head laptop check microphone up to you podcatcher easy to sign up for audio editing software garageband audacity boom the next optional thing I guess I could think of is social media sites you could have your own social media account specifically for your podcast if you want to start a podcast part of a, as part of a bigger thing, like as part of your blog or website or a YouTube channel, great. But it's always good to get these things out on social media. The question I had in the beginning and the one you might have is, do you want to split your personal social media from your podcast one? So I have my own Instagram, my own Twitter, my own Facebook accounts, and I have dedicated ones for the podcast for Twitter and Instagram. And in the beginning, I considered just joining the two because it's really about my life and I didn't want it to be too fake i wanted it to be real so i thought right it's it's the things i believe in the things i want to talk about and i'm going to share it from my own profile but i'm in the end i'm glad i differentiated the two because you just you want separate things i don't put out really any false information on my podcast when I, i'm not trying to pretend i live a much better life than i really do but it's just nice because you don't you get a different type of follower or quite else, quite honestly for your personal social medias most of your followers are like work friends or family or old friends that you haven't seen in a while and they don't really care. You know, they, you'll get people listening. I, I have vegan friends who listen, obviously, because it's related or running friends. Great that you are listening. Thank you very much. Most of my friends aren't vegan. Most of my friends aren't runners and most of them are not listening to this. That's how it's going to be. So if you set up a new account in your podcast name, that can be nice just to start fresh and find a completely different branch of followers that will hopefully resonate more with your message. Good thing to remember when typing in, when thinking of a podcast name, search for that name on Instagram, on Twitter, on everywhere you can. See if it's already taken or something similar. That's about it as an overall summary. I don't think I'm missing anything. Literally looking at what's in front of me now, I've got a book propping up my microphone that I'm talking into. Microphone is connected to the laptop with a USB cable. Again, as straightforward as can be. 
I know you'll see in proper podcasting and radio studios, they have these arms and uh, these microphones that stick out from the table and they're they're latched into the table. And they have this like pop guard, it's called, which is a, a sound filter in front of it to muffle the P sound, the one that I just made. I don't have it. I have a pop guard here somewhere, but I haven't even attached it because my table is kind of funny shaped. And I decided it wasn't necessary. Again, I'm just one of these guys that keeps it as basic as can be. So I'm talking into a microphone that's propped up on a book, attached to my laptop. I've got Audacity open on one half of the screen, and I've got Google Docs kind of with some basic pointers to make sure I tick all the boxes that I wanted to say for this episode. And that's it. Bottle of water here beside me. Phone on mute because, yeah, sometimes it can go off. I've got my laptop, my mouse, mouse pad and mouse ready to go because for editing, it's a lot easier to use a mouse. And that's all I have. That's my podcast. I've got headphones here to listen back afterwards. I don't like to record with headphones on because I want to hear what's going on around me. So I am aware of the sounds in the room. But for editing, it's good to have a pair of headphones because you want most people will be listening on headphones and you want to hear what they hear. In in this case, I have some Sony Bluetooth headphones that are really good quality, and I like to turn it up loud when I'm editing, so I can hear all those breathing things, all those background noises that I won't hear now, I can't hear now because I'm not tuning into it. But when someone's sitting alone quietly later listening on their in their headphones, which they might well be doing, you can notice things there that you don't notice otherwise. So when I'm listening back, I like to listen with headphones when I'm editing, and that all happens on Audacity. So I'm a bro. You can edit all of that that out. This is the great part. I might leave that bit in just as a as proof. I can see where it comes up on my little audio bar here. The sound shapes they make. I can leave that in. I can edit it out. With editing, that's the tricky part because you can spend, you can lose hours in editing. You can sink hours into cropping out every little mm and um and mistaken point or repeated point. If my podcasts go on long, if I seem like I'm rambling or if I seem like I'm repeating points, it's because I just haven't gone into this massive hour-long sound file, as it can be in some cases, and cropped out every little detail. I don't want to listen to myself on repeat again. I've just said whatever I'm saying now. I don't want to hear it again in five minutes and have to cut out every imperfection. And it goes back to the the, the vibe that I want to give out with my podcast, the the honesty, the, the, the genuineness. This is... What you see is what you get. What you hear is what you get, literally. But when you are editing, it can you can lose hours on it, and it will never be perfect. Just remember that. Try to crop out if it. Um, what's the? There's a podcasting phrase, but if it, if the sound peaks at all, so I can hear. I can see the sound bar, the equalizer here, the little green bar that goes up and down with based on how loudly I'm talking. If I talk too loud, it'll go into the red, and that's. There's a name for that, but that's only going to be picked up by static on headphones or speakers or anything. So you don't want it too loud. Look Overall, scan your sound file and look for any parts that are far too quiet or far too loud and fix them. Generally, you can clean up the background noise. You can make your your the whole sound file, your voice sound a bit more professional, a bit cleaner. But really, there's not much more to it than that. And sometimes the more sound editing you do, the worse it can sound compared to how it did in the beginning. So I try not to fit to... Um, Try not to fiddle with it too much. I'm clicking the effects tab here on Audacity and there are, what, I want to say 30 different effects maybe. At most I use four. But this is specifically Audacity. I'm not going to go into too many details. I've labored the point potentially now, but as you can tell, it's very easy to start up a podcast. 
The hard part for me, which I have failed at, is the commitment, the consistency, doing one once a week or more. It's a very good idea in the beginning, especially. This is what I did do now that I remember back. Record three or four podcasts in advance. That way you've done the work. No, you're not letting anybody down. You have a month's worth of podcasts in the bank if you want to release them every week. You can release one a month or two a month or every day or there doesn't have to be a set schedule. This is the point I really wanted to get across today. You can do whatever you want. Podcasts are free and democratic and unfiltered. You can curse on it. You can keep it clean and family friendly. It can be a a group of people with just one microphone sitting in the middle and it just sounds very real and very relatable like you're sitting in the room with these people. It can be the most curated piece of audio perfection you've ever heard in your life. Whatever you're into, it, it's your podcast, it's your voice, it's your message that you want to get out into the world. And I hope this little chat of mine makes you realize it's really not that hard to do. So, there we go. That's my podcast. You've gone behind the scenes now. You, you, you can hopefully build up some mental image of what this looks like. Anyone who knows my apartment, all the better. In fact, I'm going to show you. Exactly. I'll take a picture. I'm opening my phone again now. This will be the album cover art. I'm about to take a photo. There it is. Yeah, this will be what goes out. So you will have a mental image of what my setup looks like now. I'm going to show you the physical image, which is going to go out with the podcast and on Instagram and all my social medias. You get a glimpse behind the scenes now. You you probably know already that I'm not an expert at this and I don't try to be. I don't want to be. But I've told you how I do it. I manage to get a podcast out every week. Some people listen to it. I hope you enjoy it. And it's really not that hard. It's really not that um, complicated. It can be as detailed and as time consuming as you decide it will be. But once you keep on top of that, I think you're really going to enjoy it. it. It was hard in the beginning. And one thing that people don't really tell you or one thing that I didn't realize to close on. It's a bit scary to put your voice out into the world. Most people who know me well know I'm a vegan runner. That's not the problem. It's just, this is my creativity. This is my soul. This is my passion, what I care about. And I'm bearing it. I'm literally throwing it all out into the world. And now it doesn't seem so scary because I've done 40-something episodes and this is just standard practice now. But in the beginning, it can feel a bit revealing, a bit personal to be opening your voice up to the world. That's the thing I also forgot to mention. You're probably going to hate the sound of your voice. Most people do. Trust me, your voice sounds fine. It's what everybody else hears anyway, and you get used to it. You will, you'll have to believe me, and I'll say, the more you edit, the, the more you'll know what your voice sounds like. You're going to hear all the vocal tics. You're going to hear all the crutches, all the words you say, the imperfections. You'll get used to that over time. You might grow to hate it, but it's something you just learn to live with. You know what, You'll get to know what your voice sounds like to other people. And hopefully you learn to live with that because it's really not that bad. This is what they hear anyway. Trust me. There we go. How to start your own podcast and how I run my podcast. Minimally. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, guys. This was a quick one. I'm 40 minutes in. Going to chop this one down as I go. Go on to my podcast catcher app, which I still can never say. Go on to my podcatcher website, Podbean. Upload it. Share all the cool details on social media let it let the world know that i have a new podcast out if you were to subscribe to my podcast you don't even have to do the social media but you can skip the middleman if you're subscribed to my podcast on any of the apps spotify google apple Podcasts, any of the catchers that you'll get a notification or maybe not depending on the, your, the settings on your phone but you'll get 
a new podcast popping up in your feed automatically and you don't even have to click a thing. You don't have to do a thing about it. So subscribe to my podcast if you like what you hear and you want more of this. That'd be awesome. Uh, like it on Instagram or on Twitter. Share. If you want to leave a review, all the apps that you listen on have some sort of review function. That will be great. That will help spread the word. It'll make me feel nice if you leave a nice review, but please leave an honest one. But there we go. We're leaving it there, guys. I'm going to love you and leave you. Thanks very much for listening today. I hope you have a great Thursday or great Friday or wherever you're listening. I hope you enjoy your day. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye-bye.